This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 2195, The Quick Guide to Real Self-Care During the Holidays by Josie Michelle Davis of josiemicheldavis.com. And I'm Justin Mollick, your personal narrator, reading to you every single day of the year with permission from the authors. We're gonna get right into a holiday post today as we optimize your life. The Quick Guide to Real Self-Care During the Holidays by Josie Michelle Davis of josiemicheldavis.com. December is upon us. The time of merriment and stress. Lots of stress. Whether it's shopping for gifts, running from party to party, or the overwhelm of family obligations, it's staying stressful. And it's important to take time to care for yourself. Self-care is such a trendy topic these days. You can search the tag self-care online and find anything from pictures of bath bombs to Starbucks drinks to a picture of light bulbs I came across that honestly, I still don't understand. It's a joke at this point that you can do whatever and slap the title of self-care on it and go on your merry way. The question is, what the heck is self-care for real? Self-care can and should be different from person to person. Not all of the same things that I consider self-care will resonate with you. But I think there are some easy guidelines for anyone to figure out how to navigate the self-care world and the countless companies trying to take advantage of the trend and make a buck from it. Here's the checklist I go through when vetting real self-care. Number one, it should recharge you. Just because you enjoy something doesn't mean it's self-care. As much as I love going out with my friends, it most certainly is not going to leave me feeling refreshed the next day. In fact, I usually need some serious self-care after a late night out, even if it was a great time. That's totally fine, but I know that I can't just slap the label of self-care on a fun Friday night and give myself a free pass. What does recharge me? Time alone. As an introvert, I definitely need quiet alone time if I'm going to run at my best. I need time to process and think uninterrupted. Sometimes it means writing here on my blog or in my journal. And sometimes it's as simple as sneaking out for a quick walk by myself during the day. Finding what truly helps center you is crucial to getting the most out of your self-care time. So take time to think about actions that really help clear your mind. Number two, it shouldn't bring negatives. A lot of what's being marketed as self-care is all about making you feel better right this second at any cost. Self-care doesn't need to cost your entire paycheck. If you spend hundreds of dollars you don't have on treating yourself to some self-care, most likely it's coming back to bite you in the ass, which is not caring for yourself at all. It's setting yourself up for failure. Stealing from your future self to make your current self happy is sabotage, plain and simple. Most of the best self-care is either free or incredibly cheap. You don't need to run up a credit card bill to participate. Journaling is proven to help lower stress and think more clearly. Don't think you have anything to write about? Make a list of all the good things in your life. Even on days when I feel like I have nothing to journal about, I take three minutes to write down any and everything I have to be grateful for. Just that little act can help refocus your mind, and it's totally free. And number three, it should enrich you. Exercise isn't what most people think of when they hear self-care, but I know when I'm not feeling 100%, that hitting the gym or going for a run is usually one of the best things I can do to truly help myself. 
Sometimes ordering a pizza and eating it all by myself while watching Netflix sounds like the self-care I want, but we both know that's not going to make me feel better long-term, although for some reason I'm always willing to give it another try. Your self-care shouldn't leave you feeling guilty or sad later. It should be something that enriches your life beyond that few moments you spend doing it. Sometimes self-care doesn't feel great in the moment, but leaves you with lasting benefits. Sometimes for me, it's taking the time to do the dishes, knowing it'll lower my stress to not see the sink full every time I walk through the kitchen. Other times it's spending a few extra minutes making myself a healthy meal instead of grabbing takeout. Of course, there are still the quintessential easy go-tos I will always love, but seriously, what's as cheap and calming as a good bubble bath? Self-care is important. My brain tends to run nonstop and so does the rest of my body most days. So taking time to really care for myself is important. But it's just as important to make sure how you're practicing it is something that will truly help you. So take a step back and ask yourself a few questions before jumping into self-care and make sure you're setting yourself up for success. You just listened to the post titled The Quick Guide to Real Self-Care During the Holidays by Josie Michelle Davis of josiemichelledavis.com. And thank you to Josie. It's true. It's that time of year where there's excitement, but also the stress that comes along with planning, pleasing others, getting gifts, parties or get-togethers, cooking, cleaning, working to get ahead, and then right after the holidays, catching up. It's a lot and I deal with it myself every year. Something she mentioned is very true and we shouldn't forget to quote her, self-care can and should be different from person to person. That's a theme of this podcast and why I don't narrate from just one author, but from hundreds. It took six years to get to the acceptance of hundreds of authors, but that was the vision originally. Very different backgrounds so that we can determine what works for us from a variety of unique individuals. Yet at the same time, again, as she mentioned, it should meet some criteria in order to be quote-unquote qualified as self-care. I mean, you could probably eat a pint of ice cream and binge Netflix and say that's self-care, but is it really positive and enriching? No. And not that binging Netflix once in a while is wrong and should be avoided permanently. I don't believe that either. But understanding that that's not exactly what self-care is about is important. Self-care can and should really be something a bit bigger. So think about what works as self-care for you. Think about the criteria she mentioned in this article, like recharging you, but also not bringing negatives and actually enriching your life. Have a great rest of your day and I'll catch you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.